What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that ours? Go! I tell you what, Barrett needs one of those uh, sponsorships at Super Bowl Radio Row this year to go around and hawk liquor, you know, and talk to all the radio guys and just, you know, just, you know, like we could do the uh, the Jim Beam freaking highball thing. We could get him a sponsorship and Barrett just walks yeah. around with like four packs of it. I picked one up yesterday, Aton, at the nice. liquor store. Did you try? How it? was it? I didn't try it yet. Dude, I, took, I got the ginger ale one. You had the seltzer one, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because they had both. I picked up the ginger ale. But I mean, we were just talking about it when Aton interviewed Jerry Rice before the show started at this Super Bowl in Atlanta, Radio Row. And he, dude comes by with this bottle. Was it Crown Royal or Hennessy or something? I forget. No, which- I... It- was it Hennessy? Cavassier, maybe, or I don't remember, but it was it was, it was a liqueur for sure. Yeah, it was expensive. Yeah. I mean, it was a yeah, yeah, and that's all he wanted to talk about. Aton's trying to get all this good stuff out of him, like football and whatever, and fun stuff. And he's like, Yeah, this Cavassier, man. You know, it's all he cared about. <laughs> and he's probably what do you think he got paid for that? That one hit? I mean, like the whole day, like he probably had to go around and do like 15, 20 hits. Oh, he, he got paid oh. a nice little sum of money. For uh, that. Yeah, he absolutely. Didn't do for cheap. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, too it's Jerry Rice hockey. Like we had Emmett on, remember? Yes. That we were trying to get Emmett to, to say something bad about the Eagles, and he was mm-hmm. just smiling away, like, I love Philadelphia, man. Yeah, I yeah. love Philadelphia. He wasn't falling for no, the trap. No, because you know, this paint, he's just out there hawking. I forget what he was hawking, but he was hawking something. <laughs> Barrett needs one of them gigs, man. man. Yes, Tone, you did. Yes, I, I'm telling you, you definitely need some sort. Like, we could get you a liqueur, right? Mm-hmm. What about like an, an Irish? What about a Bailey's cream? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> how about the stateside? Yeah, stateside. Right. Yeah, yeah, I want one of those glasses. With the so glasses. Pound one of those when you're walking around, too. <laughs> but the beauty of it is that you're going to get asked. You know, some Yahoo in northern Louisiana is uh-huh. going to get a press credential and sit there and be all geeked up that he's got Barrett Brooks on his radio show live on 
Super Bowl row with right. stateside bottles and say, oh, let's do a shot. <laughs> and now you're going to have to be that. And I, you know, multiply that by 10 radio Yahoo, 10 right. Dan Schwartzman's. Right. We're sitting there like, oh, Mark, we got to do a shot. We got to do, <laughs> do a shot. Yeah. So bad. We blacked out halfway through the it's, trip. It's five o'clock somewhere, Barrett. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we need a handler. That's the, right. right. Oh, I love him. would be the handler. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh. No, 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 no. I don't want any part oh. of that shit, man. Oh, man. No? You have to drag people around left and right. You have to be the bad person the entire time. Yeah. You know, oh, it's Lose, usually. Lost is infused, dog. Lost is infused with pineapple. I'm good to go, man. Stay side of fused with pineapple. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you would be on some other level blacked out halfway through because you'd be off. You would go from reluctantly accepting the shot to pouring shots halfway through right. the interviews. Like, oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this infused vodka with pineapple? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. Yeah. Now da, da, left da, da, and right. Da, da. Long story long. <laughs> da, da, da. Left and right. <laughs> yeah, Urban is a handler. I, no, you don't, definitely don't want to be a handler, man. That's like that's why if you've ever seen the any PR people on Super Bowl Row and stuff, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're male, female, what have you. They're all like super attractive, super mm -hmm. easy to talk with. Right. Oh, yeah, no problem. No. Because they are the bad people when you go over and they need to be like, come on, we, yeah, we, right. have, to go, we have to go. And there's always like this. Oh, OK, OK. Yeah. You always feel bad. About <laughs> right, it. right, 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 right. You know, it's, it's all hurt, man. I want to stay, man. I'd stay hurt, with man. you guys all afternoon, man. Right. You know, <laughs> love those guys that say that stuff. Yeah, they're so full of shit. <laughs> so full of it, bro. Was there ever anybody that I'm trying to think of this here? Was there ever anybody that you had to kick out? Um, like yeah. anybody that overstayed yes. their welcome. Remember uh, um, Wayne Allen Root? Remember him at the Super Bowl in in Atlanta? He came by our, our station a couple of times. Like he sat with Gil. He sat with you, me. Like he wouldn't leave us alone. He came back two days in a row. Who is it? Wayne Allen Root. Wayne Allen Root. The, the handicapper. The, yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that that two for the money was made, yeah, of, made no, it after. Exactly. I remember Wayne Root. Yeah. Wayne Allen Root. Right. War. He'd call himself W-A-R. Wayne Allen Root. That's right. That was down in Atlanta. In Atlanta, man. He okay. he was like our best friend. That's right. He kept coming. He came back and just popped in and told yes. us the story. Right. I st Mark Summers was a highlight there for me, but that's just maybe that's just me. I don't know. Mark Summers. Yeah, from Double Dare. Remember him? Remember oh, that? Yeah. Show? Yeah. 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 All the he does all the Food Network stuff. Right. Right. He's right. Huge. Into, like I'm surprised Barrett doesn't know him. I, I know Barrett probably watches all the shows that he's been doing. Mm -hmm. you remember that show restaurant impossible all these yep, shows yep. Food Network. yeah mark summers is like the ep mm. of all that talk about a pivot i was just i was just curious mm. you know i've never had a current player hang around i can tell you that no no there's they never can't been, wait to leave yeah 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 no that's definitely for sure just get up and go and i'm trying to think have we ever had an eagle like we've never had a local person interviewed on any of the Super Bowl trips that we've gone to, um, well, you didn't, did you? I think we did. No, <laughs> no, no. There's never been like no oh. or anything. No, no, he wasn't there. Brian Dawkins, man, no. you need to pass through like three yeah. levels of security right. in order to get him. Home, on. You got to get Homeland Security to sign yeah. off on oh, that. No question. It's harder yeah. to get a politician. It really is. Now. <laughs> 
Let's uh, we've got Thursday night football tonight. We've got a couple of games. So we got college and the pros tonight. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? Well, uh, Thursday night football game. What's Thursday night? Um, it is Thursday football. night. Tonight is coastal. Oh, geez. Who do they play? Well, look, this game, actually, I, I talked to our pal Michael Calabrese about this as, as I'm so jealous. He's heading to Iowa. That's right. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. For Iowa, Penn State. He's getting up at 4 a.m. He lives here where we do in this area. Mm-hmm. He's getting up at 4 a.m. to drive to Kinnick Stadium. Wow. What? Yep. Wow. Iowa City, yep. baby. Why? Why doesn't he fly? I don't know. Maybe he I wants no the idea. experience, man, of traveling across the heartland, Barrett. And I'd be out on that, man. You know, I, I can, I can, I'll travel. F- I, my le- my limit is six hours. Some people don't want to you know, fly over the flyover states. They want to experience the roadside truck stop in Indiana. Well, I'm you talking know? about for work. I'm not driving to work. You have to fly me to work. My mm. limit is six hours. Like, I really could have drove to Greenville. You'll drive six hours day. for a game? I would. Wow, I would. because – I used to have to hate to drive up to Connecticut to do the football games. That is an awful drive <laughs> to up to Hartford. Oh, it oh. takes forever. Well, yeah, you know, it's because the traffic is state. Yes. Once you, once you hit the top, once you hit the uh, the, the Washington Bridge, it's, it's, it's over. The George Washington Bridge, yeah. G-Dub is just like the worst from that point all the way up until you get close to, uh, yep. you know, ESPN up there. Mm-hmm. The That's why you got to take the Deegan and take that all the way to 287, cuz. The Deegan. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I didn't know that until the, I took Waves. Waves mm. sent me that way one time. Yeah, right? man. It's just, look, you're going to be in shit regardless, but you'd rather be in shit like ankle high as opposed to knee deep. Right. And 95 Ooh. is just asking for trouble, asking for it. No, look, this total here, I, I, I just bring that back up. I think that I think this game is going to go over. Tonight, the college yeah, game. game. Arkansas State. Michael believes that Arkansas State's good for about 24 points. Hmm. If that's really? the case, well, yeah, I was a little surprised about that too. Like 20, 24 points tonight. It's not like Coastal Carolina's are giving up games. And I mean, they're, I mean, they're winning big, but they're not right. giving up a lot of points. Houston not, Tulane could actually be competitive. I have Tulane actually in this game, straight up plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, who? Yeah. Tulane. They play I think Houston. it's a trap for Houston. Oh, I don't know, man. I just did the I just did a, a Tulane game. Yeah, they, 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 they lost to ECU. Yeah, they yeah, were not like it. They weren't looking very impressive, bro. Really? So this, is, this is one of those where Barrett has everything from a football standpoint that tells you <laughs> to take Houston. Right. And I right. and Harry have everything from right. an odd standpoint that would say <laughs> oh, we should probably take Tulane here. You know, Tulane hung with Oklahoma earlier in the season. That was earlier they on. Wall, they can move yeah. the ball. Yeah, you know? that was earlier on. Right now, I, I guess they figured out. They, plus, they have like um, you know, two of their starting linebackers is out. Um, Tulane they couldn't run the ball. Mm. You know, so even though they got a dude to run a track dude run um, that you know plays uh. Plays running back for him. He's, he's okay. They just couldn't get anything going. In fact, yeah. let me get my notes out. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what we need. Now I have Tulane here, so you're not moving me off already. I, I'm, I'm in. I'm right. already in. You're and already I have, invested. Plus, but I have him at six, and now oh. it's moved to six and a half. Yeah, I saw that. So look, clearly, I've, I've lost some value there. I get it, but still, I'm, I'm fine with where it's moving at least. We'll put it like this: Nick Anderson is out, and he's, he, he's their, you know, the best linebacker captain. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know he's a baller because you know he's a linebacker, but he's number one. Mm. 
he's number one. So he's out. And, uh, you know, just looking at, um, I mean, I, I like the quarterback, Michael Pratt, but he didn't do anything the first half. He didn't do anything to the second half. And they were kind of playing, ECU was kind of playing like a little prevent defense. So that's why they were able to score a little more. Um, they yeah, but two- let me ask you this. How, how good do you think Houston really is? Come on. They're, they're right. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know though. Tulane is one and four. Like they, they're. You're right, Barrett. They're not good, but they're playing. A, they're playing a tough schedule. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. But in order to you know be the best, you got to play the best. So, I mean, Houston, yeah. Grambling State, Navy, Tulsa. This is another one of those games, right? You're now right. they they've beat up teams. Who do they lose to? Texas Tech, right? Open up the season. Houston? Yeah. Yeah, they lost to Texas Tech, and uh, uh, that's it. Yeah. Just, all right, just something to think about yeah. here. Now, nothing new has happened on our end as of yet. Nothing new on Lane Johnson. Well, that's the big thing. Right, right. right. Are you sure you haven't heard anything? No, I haven't heard anything. Nothing happening. Supposed to be, He's supposed to be back in the area. Yeah, but, he has, uh, but, but it's yet. not looking like he's going to play was the last thing that I saw. Yes, I think that it's now I, I would ask you that. Um, Barrett. The likelihood now, if he hasn't practiced um, yesterday, practice. if he doesn't practice, he didn't practice today, yesterday, I don't think he's going to practice today. Let's assume the likelihood that. of not playing, you know, because those are the those are the install days. Right. Wednesday and Thursday, are the install days. Fridays is just, you know, they they do. um they do like a maybe a red zone period. Um, mm-hmm. They'll do a because they you know when, when they put in the, the the gist of everything in, that's when you rep those plays. But you know special te- Friday is like a special teams day. Um, they rep that real hard, and then they rep you know red zone. They'll right. rep um, you know goal line, not really goal line, goal line, but they'll walk through goal line. They'll do stuff like that. You know, just system stuff that you know you have to at least look at. Gadget mm-hmm. plays and stuff. Well, so I, I don't know if he. Let's look at this. Play. As easy as it was to rip him out of the lineup for obvious reasons that he couldn't play, can he just show up Sunday morning and play? I mean, I, I would think that that would be of all people on this team, that would or might be the easiest guy to say, yeah. "Look, do whatever you need to do for six and a half days. Just show up on Sunday and, and suit up, and we're good." Right. Yeah, and he could do that. Yeah. I've seen players, you know, like even, um, you know, guys like the bodyguard, you know, JP would do walkthroughs all week and just play on su- on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You can do that. He he's, he's a guy that he could definitely do that. He could definitely do that. I tell you, they better be ready, though. That's, this team's got some edge rushers, man. Oh, no question. Burns yes. and Reddick, they get after it. Yeah. And Reddick, man, Reddick has, man, he's had like two games with three sacks in him. Or mm-hmm. two sacks and two and a half sacks. Temple's finest. He had one game last year against the Giants. I think he had four or five in a, in one yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. five, right? And I saw something that, uh, I mean, obviously Hubbard is going to play, but McCaffrey, as far as McCaffrey, rules said he's hopeful that McCaffrey could play. Now, I that doubt means, it. Yes. I, I doubt it. There's no that way. Yes. There's no way. He hasn't practiced all week. Yeah, I doubt it. 
There's I mean, no that's another he, position. That's another position. He doesn't need to practice. He's yeah, but there's no need to rush him back, though, you know, no, with that not. kind of an injury. and risk. Not against the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Chuba Hubbard should be able to run the football halfway decent so. against the Eagles. That's right. a safe assumption. Yeah. Right. So That's you know? that's almost a given. You know, why would you rush him back for that? Yeah. Now, the Panthers made a move yesterday just after we went off the air. Yeah, how I crazy! Texted is it? You guys, as soon as I heard it, man, I couldn't believe it. I thought he, he was released. released. Well, yeah, and apparently he would have been released, Aton, if it would have gotten to four o'clock in the afternoon. But they had this window, I guess, where they they were intending on releasing him, but they were open for business. And Carolina only had to give up a sixth round pick in a future draft. It's not even next it's year's two, draft. Twenty four, like twenty three, I believe. Well, no, they 24. are taking on his contract. It's twenty four. Yes. So that's that's a, that's nothing. I mean, I know. come on, a man. Round pick for this guy. He's not eligible to play, I believe, until, no, week, until week seven. Six. But week seven, week six, or yes, after week six. Yeah. But I was listening this morning to Sirius on real early. Uh, Sal Solomon Wilcox at oh. like seven a.m. on my way to oh, uh, out on, on the bike. I forgot how miserable it is to be caught in rush hour traffic. <laughs> but I'm sitting there and I'm listening, and they had one of the Packers beats on to talk about it. And apparently that was a big problem with the They were Packers. trying to get him. They were trying to yeah. get him, but New England was, was dumping the salary on them. They don't have right. any cap space to take the salary. Right. So I bring this up because I wonder how much that mitigates what Carolina has to give back by taking on his entire salary. Yeah. Does no, that make it, sense? It does make sense. And you know, then the Aaron, you look like you don't you don't agree. Yeah, I don't quite understand because I mean they have the cap room to to to, to infuse that. They're not giving anything but a sixth ground, yeah. But that's a six round pick. That's, that's it. That's what I'm saying. They're taking this all that salary, so yeah, they give yeah. back less. Yeah, right. what he's saying. Which makes so, sense to me. Which New England only, right. So if New England only was on the like, let's say New England bought half of that out for Carolina. Then New England may say, "I want a fourth round pick." Right. Yeah. right. That's right. that's my only point. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. And, and the Packers did get Jalen Smith. They got right Jalen Smith yeah. because they only have to pay like a small port. They're going to sign him for a one year deal. Dallas eats the rest of it. Like seven plus million is on Dallas, so that's a great deal for the Packers for one year. Well, yeah. they had to because um, what's his name, Preston Smith. Mm-hmm. Preston Smith is out for the year. He had back surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why they signed him up. Okay. Why couldn't we do it? We ain't going anywhere. Carolina <laughs> and the Packers are obviously telling everybody that they right. believe they can go somewhere. Harry, the Eagles man, know, the Eagles feelings, know they can't go anywhere. <laughs> we stop with this. They don't Harry, value you linebackers feelings, anyway, Barrett. They, right. You could have given them. They could have dr- driven past. Dallas could have driven past the link and thrown Jalen Smith out into the Novacare complex, and Howie Roseman would have told him to leave. <laughs> They'd have treated him like he had, you know, like he was unclean or something. Right. Unclean, unclean. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. Get away, get he away. can infect us all with COVID. Right. It's true, though. Seriously, it is true. We can laugh about this, but it's so true. It's true. They just don't value that position, which is why we suck right now. We're right there, man. Right, right there. No, we're not. No, we're not. It's a long way. It's a long ways. Now, I'll say this: has 
ha- now we know Gilmore's not playing by any means, but right. has anybody's thoughts changed about this game? Like, how much more can we talk about this until we know who's hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go break down something we haven't broken down yet. Is there a matchup? I know you mentioned Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Even if McCaffrey is playing, I can't imagine that he's playing at a full capacity or load, right? No, you're you no, know, you're right about that. I doubt he plays. I really, I don't think so. Is it? I'm interested a- to see who's going to cover DJ more. Either one, you know, I, I'll put I Nelson. Think it's just a Robbie slight. Anderson game, to be honest with you. This, you do this smells and breathes and feels big like plays. Robbie Double Anderson. Big yep. plays. Yeah, like the Eagles having high low or some sort of multi level coverage on DJ Moore, and allowing Robbie Anderson in single coverage to get behind people. And it's j- just hey, maybe that hasn't been the focus yet, or maybe mm-hmm. teams haven't been able to do that and take DJ Moore out enough. But I, I don't know. Kind of feels like. Both of these teams are going to take some shots down the field. And mm-hmm. I, I could see a broken play. I could see Robbie getting behind somebody. I could just, I don't know. It feels like two grabs, a buck 10, one touchdown day for Robbie Anderson. Okay. Well, but see, the only way I, I say they don't do that is because, uh, I mean, the Panthers' offensive line isn't that good. And, you know, with with, with McLeod being back, I think you can put Harris back in the, in the, um, in the box a little bit, so you might be able to bracket uh, more because they're going to do the same thing that um, Hill did. They're going to put him in a slot and have him work out in the slot, and they're going to try to bracket him from there. That'll give you a little, you know, a, a little extra against more, but it also leaves, you know, Robbie Anderson one on one. That's what I'm saying, right? With either, you know, Nelson or Slay. Or, yeah. Well, we just yeah. can't have him on Avanti Maddox. You got to no, double. no, 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 with Devontae Matthews, you got to double whoever he's on. No, look, the, the fantasy ire is is coming out right now is tone saying that he dropped him already last week. What has he done this year? <laughs> Muhammad asking if he should start him. Now, look, I'd ask Muhammad who's who else you have instead of him and tone. I don't think that you're going to you know be remorseful by any means. It's just back to Barrett's point about there being a lot of single coverage. And chances are that either through design or just circumstance, it is going to be Maddox or it is going to be somebody, Barrett, other than Nelson and Slay. And that's why even if it's two plays, that those are two grabs that I'm talking about <laughs> where he can get behind somebody and go for a buck 10, a buck 12. And look, Matt Hatter, again, uh, people on the stream, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed, of course, here to the Jacob Media YouTube page. I, I get it where you're like, dude, what the hell are you talking about, Robbie? From a fantasy, from a DFS, I'm not even from a player prop. Although I'm interested, I wouldn't tell you to to lay your money on him. I'm just talking about from a game standpoint, from a script standpoint. It feels like a burner like that, who is the second option. And to your point, if Darnold has some time, is the type of guy who can burn this defense, especially after they're going to be really soft and tender from giving up eight yards of carry to chew the Hubbard. <laughs> he called him soft and tender. Like, uh, you know, yeah. a, a meat that hasn't just been sitting out. Tenderized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenderized. exactly. Chuba's going to think he's back uh, running against Kansas State. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like Big back 12. Oklahoma State, you, mean yeah. he, you know, beating up on the, my Wildcats, man. And they beat up on him two weeks ago, too. I'm oh, still man. pissed. Give me your all-time Chubas. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Chewy. Right? What's what is his nickname? Chewy? Yeah. I'm not Uber. sure. Is it? Well, Maybe I don't know. think it would be. That's I probably think one. Chewy of is a is a very now. If you look at that and say, oh, "Give me your Mount Rushmore of Chewies," I think Chewbacca is definitely on there. Oh yeah. You have to go those chewy oatmeals, those chewy Quaker oats. Oh, they, the little, they little bars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the chocolate chips in them. Yeah. Is there a dog uh, thing named oh, Chewy? I think it's a website, right, where you can yeah. buy anything and everything right. on there, right? Chewy.com. Yeah, Chewy.com, yeah. right? There you yeah. go. So Three we, we just did it. That's it. Bang. And Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, right. correct. Yeah. Host, awesome, host is Chewy chocolate chip cookies. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait a second. <laughs> There's a is it hostess? Wait a second. What what's the one that comes in the red bag? The red it, oh, oh chips ahoy. Oh, chewy chips. Okay, so chewy chips ahoy yes. are the bag. best chewy chips because it's you know extra fat and shortener in there to make them chewy <laughs> and keep them chewy. Oh my god, those things, man. You could eat a whole sleeve of those. Oh, yeah, I see that. I see them. <laughs> And they're great. You could stack them back in the fat days. Yeah, Aton, you can buy them right now on Amazon. They'll be at your door this afternoon. Oh man, I'm telling the family you. size. I am telling you <laughs> that family size is in the house here. Now, you know, I can't do that anymore. My metabolism is negative, so right. I can't eat sleeves of chewy chocolate chip cookies. At least, like I wanted to, but right you know. now, yeah, go ahead because I, I need to ask Barrett something or need. Okay. Um, did you see this on Twitter and Instagram? I believe it happened on both. Emmanuel Acho, you know, who does that show. Um, I forget which show he's on now. He he does it. Uh, he's on with uh, the guy that went to Columbia. University. Yes. Yeah. The uh, defensive lineman yeah. that played for the yeah, Bills. The Bills. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, when you get it on Columbia, I thought you meant Matt Amodio. No, no, no. Uh, and he, he's got this whole thing where he's up on the board showing Cowboys highlights. And he's saying that the Cowboys should hate the release of Jalen Smith because they love first-round pick Micah Parsons, and this adds more to his plate. Parsons was already asked to do too much last week. Look how it cost him and the Cowboys points, and he goes through the whole thing. Micah Parsons responds. No, did he? Yes. The verified Micah Parsons account says, I don't think you have any idea what you're talking about. And once again, this is a horrible take. <laughs> oh, my God. Once oh, again. Yo. Yes. He hit him with the once again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's great. Yeah, the show, uh, what's it? Oh, he doesn't even have the name of the show on his Twitter. What is it? Uh... Oh, Speak for Yourself. That's yeah. the show that he's on with Marcellus Wiley. Yep. That's okay. It. Yeah. Wiley went show. to Columbia. Yeah, Wiley's yeah. A, he's a he's a smart dude, man. He no, I know he's a smart guy. I, yeah. I just didn't know he played at Columbia. Yep, yep. he played football at Columbia yes, Ivy League. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Wow. I just found out that my uh, my high school quarterbacks just got a uh, a ride to Dartmouth to play quarterback. What this morning? Yeah, he's a smart. I played kid with a quarterback too. from Dartmouth. Who was that? Um, yeah, there's a couple quarterbacks from Dartmouth. Right, right, right. right. Fiddle, uh, Fiddler. Remember Fiddler? Yeah, Jay Fiedler. Jay Fiedler. Jay Fiedler. And not, uh, not uh, rookie year. Jeff Kemp went to Dartmouth, I believe. Jack Kemp's son, who okay. also played quarterback. Wow. Yes. Well, yeah, look, I, I know that I, I know the Ivy is there. I just don't feel it. Well, I guess Wallace is, a, I guess he's older, right? He's yeah. probably your age, right, Barrett? Yeah, we played. played Same years. Time. 
Yep. Yep. So yeah, I guess a couple of guys were were like recently. Has there been anybody in the last five years that I'm missing that's come out of the Ivy that's that's played or something? Well, I mean Fitzpatrick, and that's not five years. It's no, oh, he's that's what oh. I mean. Like Fitzy was playing back when Barrett was playing. I'm sure. Right. 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 <laughs> Right. No, I'm not even meaning that as like a, a rip, Harry. I'm just saying like that's how long Fitzgerald's been, right? I feel like he's Patrick. Fitzpatrick. Brian Fitzpatrick, yeah. Um, no, there was a stretch. We had that stretch of a bunch of Ivy guys coming out. I guess I thought Wiley for some reason was a little bit younger than he well, is. The, the fullback from uh, San Francisco. Jusic. Yeah. Is that how you, that's not how you pronounce it, is it? I thought so. Use check. Use check. Use check. He played at Harvard. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, question for you. We're going to break, but do you think this is weird? So, yesterday, yes, Wednesday. Matt Burke. What's that? Matt Burke. Yeah, Matt Burke played at Harvard, too, didn't he? Played at Harvard, yeah. He was a, oh, good, okay. he was a good center, wasn't he? Yeah, well, for a long Minnesota. time. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he's longer than four or five years ago, right? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was there when I was playing also. So here's my question. Uh, yesterday, there were two boxes. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let's break. We'll come All back. Right. We got some other stuff happening. Manuk Akopian is going to join us at 1240. So all right, I know Harry's out on this fight. Are you out on this fight? So I figured I'm not out on it. I just don't know a lot about it. No, I, I thought Barrett would be up on this fight. He's got the I main game. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm up on it. Yeah, I mean, okay. in fact... um. Wilder got his butt kicked. Yeah. His revenge. <laughs> well, now, is this the rubber match? Have they each won the one of the fights No, prior? I think it's a draw and Fury is up, right? Oh, yeah, Fury's or, up. Yep. Okay. Or Fury up 2-0. Shit, we should know that, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll, hit that thumbs up button. We're back in three. It's the middle. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. On the 
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Yeah, the first fight ended in a draw, split decision draw. The second one, uh, Fury won. First one was the, the controversial draw. Okay. That was at the right. Staples Center, apparently. Yeah, and then the second one, I think, was the body armor incident, right? Where your boy came out with, like, 10 pounds of body armor on him, and then was just Wilder? gas. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? I heard about it. They were talking about it yesterday. That was like the pre-fight in the in, walking out. It was walking like, in, yeah. and it was like a slow, methodical death march mm-hmm. where he's got this big body armor on, and he takes it off, and it's like Wilder's just been sitting there like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, look, I don't know what's going to happen in this fight, but I feel like we don't have many heavyweights anymore. No. Like who else is is a heavyweight fighting outside of these two guys? Do I know. You even know? Uh, the, the Klitschko's are done, right? Oh yeah, they yeah. long long ago, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, I went to um I went to one of the Klitschko's fights, man, when he fought Tyson in Detroit. I was there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was there in and, the um, D. Yeah, it was in the D, and um I was playing for him then too. Oh yeah. And I can remember I paid like five grand for these tickets. What? Yeah. Now did the yeah, boss, lady the boss know lady know about yeah. that? Oh, no, she, she knew how much he was he, there. Yeah, oh, how, yeah, okay. how yeah. do you think he got through on that? Yeah, right, maybe no. he didn't tell her how much he he paid for the tickets. No, so no, I mean it was it was it was huge. It was a big, big, huge fight, man. And, um, you know, we we go and then you know he just gave up, and I can remember the crowd was just dousing him with drinks and all that stuff. We were pretty close too, and then we I can remember drinks flying over us, going and hitting him. Really? Who yeah, gave that's how up? close we were? Uh, Klitschko. Oh, okay. He just gave up. He just quit. He didn't want to come back out. He just quit. Yeah, I remember wow. that. He just quit, bro. I'm like, no, I didn't pay all these money for this fight. You better yeah. get some courage or something. Go see the wizard or something. Because you know, it was like the second round. He just quit. He see, I was thinking. Money. I was thinking that Barrett. Now, what did you throw? Might have told the boss lady like either. that he got the tickets because he's a Detroit Lion and he didn't really have to pay for him. No. You know. No, but meanwhile, he's dropped five k. <laughs> oh, if anything, could afford things like that. The line probably just got him in the building. <laughs> although, although I just had turned down a hundred thousand dollars, right, um, right, the year before. So you know, I was doing pretty foolish things back then, bro. Well, that's pretty true. Foolish. <laughs> that, that's true. That's that's a big no no to overcome that. So right, <laughs> this Fury guy's six foot nine. What's that? Yeah, he's six nine. Yeah. Fury. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's huge. Wow. You see, he doesn't have any cut to him. No, the other guy's not fat, but he's just not like ripped. Right. Yeah, Wilder's a big dude, too. Like, don't get me wrong. Both of them are. Like, Wilder's only loss, I guess, is to Fury. Correct. Only loss. And and Fury's undefeated. He has one draw with with Wilder. Right. Right. Wow. But, you know, Fury looks like, you know, he looks like he's 
a garbage truck, you know, guy, you know, like he just gets off a garbage truck, you know, throws the garbage in. Yep. He right. doesn't look like he's really in shape, man. But I mean, he didn't, he didn't get tired. Huh. You know, it wasn't like he was, uh, you know, out of shape. He's in shape. Yeah. He's not all ripped up though. No, no, no. Right. He's, he's not. He's, but he's never been, which is amazing. Right, right, right. You know, like, and, and to Barrett's point, he's fighting in a weight class where it's not like Floyd Mayweather who, you know, mm. if you're in a, a lighter weight class. You can't really survive like that because you're dealing with guys who are quicker, who are faster, mm -hmm. and you need to be able to keep up with a speed standpoint. Like Fury's able to take some, he's able to take a beating. Mm. Yeah. Takes a lick and keeps on, what was that? Ticking? Keeps on ticking. Yeah. 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 What was it Cassio or Seiko? I think it was Seiko, right? It's a Seiko watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing now? Like squid games? <laughs> Oh, I didn't watch it. See? I couldn't, nah. it up. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. It's on Netflix. It's the number one show on Netflix. You you I, was, I was looking on Hulu. Oh, oh gee. Hulu. Hulu. What are you Hulu. talking about? Hulu has live sports. On Hulu. Hulu. Who watches <laughs> that? Oh, you That's drinking your RC Cola on. watching Hulu? <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hulu. No, it's on uh, Netflix. That's what it's on. All right. Well, man. I'm going to try it out today. Yep. Now I'm going to give you a, a prop tonight that's going to make you some money, all right? This this is drop too for the NFL game? Yeah, for the NFL game. This is drop baseball today too. Oh, I watched that game last night. Last night? Yeah. Billy Godfather uh free pick did not hit. It's a walk off, baby. Yeah, I know. I was disappointed. I thought that bet was going to hit. But here's the thing. It was impressive to see the Dodgers. And don't you kind of want the Dodgers anyway? Like, who yeah. wants to see the Cardinals? No, you want to see the Dodgers and the Giants. Exactly. Because they yeah. hate each other. Right. Like, you don't want to see There's the legitimate Cardinals. bad blood between those franchises. And Gabe Kapler's all gaped up. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. it's definitely going to be something there. Now, here's one to think about. Now, this was at 20 and a half, and it's now dropped to 19 and a half. But the bet here is over. 19 and a half longest reception for Van Jefferson. Hmm. That's going to hit this guy. If he's catching a football tonight, it's going to go over 19 and a half yards. He's not catching some six yard out pass here to go out of bounds. They're sending <laughs> Van Jefferson down. And look, he may only get two targets all game. I right. only need him to catch one of them. One of them. Just one. That's it. Just one. That's like, good money there. It's good right? money. That's it, man. Look, I I'm telling you, it just moved back up to 20 and a half, and now the juice is minus 110. So take that for what it's worth. It was down to 19 and a half. You had it for just a quick sec. That's why I brought it up. And it's almost like somebody's listening. Oh, we got to move mm -hmm. the No, they're not. They're the same. <laughs> I like, I really, though, that's my favorite prop of the game tonight is, is Van Jefferson going over 20 and a half now. I still like it at 20 and a half. That's when I got in at 20 and a half, but going over 20 and a half for longest reception. Hmm. It's I a mean, great he, a he averages 17.4 a catch. Yeah, it's right. insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like Deshaun, we've seen him get limited opportunity, but they're big plays. Mm -hmm. And look, there may be a screen, there may be a quick throw here or there, but the reality is, is that Van Jefferson is in this game to go deep. That's exactly what he's able to do. Hmm. Bets, right? Deshaun, I'm just trying to see what Deshaun's number is. You know, Deshaun is 14 and a half. Yeah. I just oh, wow. don't trust that he's going to get even the same amount of volume look that Van Jefferson would get. Right. I know that's a low number for Deshaun, but that's not old Deshaun. Right. 
Well, he has, I mean, that's, he has that's, six that's catches. It, yeah, but th- those are long catches. Those yeah, he's averaging almost 25 <laughs> yards yeah, right. a pop. <laughs> right, but, but six catches in four games. <laughs> right. Right? Yep. I mean, it shows you that they, they do put in the in the plan at least, you know, to go to him at least once. Like yeah. They're going mean, yeah. to try it. He's They're sending him and Jefferson downfield. Mm-hmm. So it would stand to reason that one of these guys is going to get a big look. And I'd rather do that. Like, here's another thing, too. I'd rather do that than try and get, for example, Van Jefferson's total is 43 and a half. Now, to be fair, he could get that on one one pot. Yeah. But the likelihood of him getting, see, the likelihood of him getting the 21 yard. All I need is 21 yards as opposed to multiple catches. Like what happens to Sean or, or Van can easily be a one catch guy. Now do damage with that catch, but easily be a one catch guy. So why leave it up to circumstance to Sean, for example, his receiving yards. Well, look, his receiving yards. Actually, this is interesting. His receiving yards is 19 and a half total. Yet his longest reception is 14 and a half. Hmm. So that's that's a really narrow gap. Right? He has a 67 yarder to his credit already this year. I'm just saying, like, normally maybe that receiving yardage is like 20. That's just low. Hmm. I don't know. Do it, do with what you want. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Cup has 30 catches in four games. He's the go-to guy. He's 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 his tight end. That's what he yeah. is. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he, he's on pace for over 120 catches. It's ridiculous. Oh, he gets open, man. Yeah. He figures out a way to get open. You know, those guys, they understand. And he's fast. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like he's slow. To, he's fast. I remember when he was coming out. Yeah. You know, he, he was one of the top receivers – when he came out this year, where'd he, he go? Like Eastern injury. Washington or something. Right. Yeah. Think, right? Yeah. Small That's school. Right. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that Higby guy too. He's hurt though, right? He's playing, but banged up. How banged up is he? Do we know? I don't know. Let me check some injuries. I know huh? he lit us up last year. Yeah. That's not a good position to cover last year for the Eagles. <laughs> Now, I'm just asking, though, how hurt is he? Do you know? I'm looking it up. Um, ankle injuries. Um, let's see. Listed. Why are there. the flyers trending? Any idea? What? Yep. Uh, maybe Mertidis broke into Twitter headquarters. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, Higby was not listed. It says on their final week five injury report. Okay. So that looks good for him to play then. Anytime TD for Higby's 200. Hmm. Is expected to play, it says. Yep. Was limited in practice Monday and Tuesday with an ankle. You guys, I mean, who do you have winning this game? Rams. I think the Rams bounce back. Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? Seattle falls now. Well, I mean, don't they? they Is there a running back out? What's his name? Carson. Running back Carson. Carson Yeah. I mean, they're two and two right now, so they'd be two and three on the year, far from anything out in this division. 
but you just like the Rams to bounce back from being really embarrassed last week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything is on Russell Wilson for Seattle, man. It's the same thing every freaking year. They keep trying to retool the roster. It all comes down to him. Yeah. That's, that's what point. it is. How good is that offensive line this week for him? Is they're it pretty be a good. Problem? No, they're not going to be a problem. And they're finally getting uh, they're, they're getting um, Tyler Lockett really involved he's in healthy, offense yeah. now. Yeah, he's really involved with the offense. Metcalf, though, I think had some tag next to him. I, look, both of these guys are going to play. But, yeah, we saw two, I think, or three weeks of Lockett dominating. I think it was a little bit off last week. But that's where you have both of these guys – yeah, look, I, you just don't think that what their defense can hang with the Rams? No, uh, yeah, well, I, I think that's that's the that's the biggest. I don't think they have enough firepower to hang with the Rams. Says Carson's a game time decision. His neck, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we see him out there. To be honest, they like the kid that they have behind him, right? Who's that? Um, why can't I remember his name? It's not Alex it, Collins. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Alex Collins. I was going to yeah. say it's not uh, what's his, uh, our buddy who's always hurt constantly. Remember him that they drafted the running back? Yeah, he's gone now. Yeah. They got Alex Collins, Travis Homer, and DJ Dallas. How'd you like that name? DJ Dallas. <laughs> DJ Dallas. Yeah, Rashad Penny is the guy you were thinking Penny, of. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I was looking this up yeah, right he, here. All he's right. he's on injured reserve now. Yeah. DJ Dallas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the Rams. Okay. Just curious. That's all. Just curious. I mean, feel free. I saw your uh your piece, your column today, and you put in there the uh the Tennessee Titans are the play. Yes, that's your play that you listed in there when you were doing stock up, stock down. Now, is that a requirement? Did did Mullen call like call you and say, "Hey, it's time for a stock up, stock down column"? No, I, I think what it was was we were looking at what to do with like the first four weeks and just looking at the metrics on site. People were either like, "It was it's hard with the Eagles. Stuff was just not sustaining." You know, Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni stuff would get a quick pop mm -hmm. and then it would just die. And the stuff with Ben Simmons, we were thinking like, all right, you know, it's moving kind of quickly. Is there anything we can talk about from a different angle? So Matt suggested that we look at it like grading the first month. And then I thought, well, let's look at it like a true grading process. This is kind of where the teacher comes in the first trimester, or, mm -hmm. you know, halfway through the first semester and says, uh, you're failing. Right. But you have an opportunity to do extra work, to show up, to do right. all this other stuff and improve your grade. So that's why I, I kind of looked at it like a stock up or stock down. And then I was looking at something, trying to research something on Fletcher Cox. And I Googled and I see damn Jeff Kerr wrote this piece for CBS like a day and a half ago. So he's probably out there thinking like, what the hell, man? Oh, Sanders ripping my bit. You plagiarized him? Probably. Now, Kerr is a, is a great dude, so I don't think that crossed his mind, but maybe if he's listening, I can yeah. plant that in his brain that I didn't. Well, I, I saw Jonathan Gannon is getting a lot of flack this week. And rightfully so. Yeah. I rightfully so. I Why wouldn't he be? I mean, yeah. he should. I mean, and he's, he said 
deservedly so. He said, yeah. you know, it's not really his players. He says it's him. He need to put him in better positions. I'm like, what made you think of that? When you had Hill lined up on 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 a linebacker, right? Is that what made you think that? Yeah. Or just you know having you know him and Avante Hill and Avante Maddox one on one in the slot with no help over the top. Is that where you saw you needed to change things up? Jeez, come on, man. What were you thinking? I think that's a pretty big return, like a cut and paste question that we're getting every week on this guy, right? Mm-hmm. But remember when before the season started, like he was, uh, he was already going to be the hot candidate for a head coaching position. So much promise. This young and coming, up and coming young guy with a brilliant mind. Did That's anybody funny. else they even wanted him before him? Right. But yeah, they said that they wanted him before Nick Sirianni. They they rather him be the head coach instead of Sirianni. Yeah. They just did that, that with the last scenario here. They brought in Jim Schwartz before they brought in Doug Peterson. Right. That's why they said that. Yeah. And now they're and and everybody's from the same team. Like, how transparent do they think they they aren't at this point? Right. Like, and and I'm not knocking Gannon in the sense, I'm just asking, like, was this one of those, you know, for example, right? When I used to work at IP, this was back when it was 610 before they even flipped, there would always be CBS Sports Radio would always have these openings. And they were they were EOE, equal opportunity employment openings, where you had to satisfy that and post a job just so that you couldn't be hit with harassment or, you know, whatever it would be. But meanwhile, they already had a job filled. Yeah, they have the job. Or or the job doesn't exist. Or or Harry, the job doesn't exist. I I would walk into Andy Bloom's office and say, yes, I'd like to apply for the part time host. Oh, no, no, that's just an EOE. We need to put that out there so people don't sue us. So it's basically like something out there. And then you're right in order to say, like, yes, uh, we did interview six other candidates. And look, we had the posting out there. Was was anybody else interviewing Jonathan Gannon? Or was this just one of those like, hey, we really like what Indianapolis did last year. Let's just take everybody from them. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Either that or maybe it was uh, Gannon's agent making it seem like, you know, he was going to get snatched up as a head coach. Right. You know, because they, you know, obviously they they do that kind of thing. But Les Bowen blasted him. Uh oh. Yeah. Let's, let's hear it. You have the tweet? Yes, I do. He, he he quote tweeted John Clark's tweet, which has a quote from Fletcher Cox on adjusting to the new defense. Um, Cox is saying about sometimes he plays three techniques, sometimes he plays four. It's hard to get settled in in a game where you're playing many positions and doing so many things. So Fletcher Cox in a, in a, you know, not a super direct way is complaining. And Bowen goes, if I'm the new D coordinator and my best player is a six time pro bowl defensive tackle. One of the first things I do when I'm hired is sit down with him and ask quote, how would you like to be used? How are you most effective? End quote. And then I'd go from there. He wouldn't be adjusting to me. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Is that really what's happening here? Like Barrett, is that really what's happening with Fletcher Cox in, in that? And I'm sure it's a, it's a combination of both, but where would you shade more to? Is it Cox is being so grossly misused that nobody can fight out of that hole? Or is it, yeah, you're not in the best position, but you're also disappearing. Oh, I think it's more so Cox needs to he needs to play at a, at a higher level. That's that's definitely the case. You know, whether you're double teamed or, or you know, or whatever, 
you know, the you know, Hargraves is getting double teamed now also. Right. Well, if everybody's getting happen. double teamed, then why aren't the other guys getting to the quarterback? That's <laughs> right. my question. All right, I'm no right. genius. I don't watch all 22 film, and I've never purported myself to be a coach. But if if everybody's getting double teamed, somebody's got to be free. Well, that, that right. would be the linebackers. Oh, them. Yeah. Right. And they're not being aggressive enough. So that it is all partly, you know, yes, he is getting double teamed. Both guys are. But also, they don't have an, a scheme in which is helping them be more productive. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's on Gannon. That's on yes. Gannon. Yeah. You know, if you know your linebackers are inefficient at being aggressive, going to the line of scrimmage, what do you do? You send them more to make them be more aggressive. You put them in a mindset that they have to be more aggressive by sending them, blitzing them. You know, you have to I mean, there's such thing as run blitz also. If right. you know you're getting blitzed, you got to send run blitz. That means you have to blitz in the middle of the defense, which would help you out because now it will get the double teams off your 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 your, your, your three technique yeah. and your nose guard. So I mean, it's 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 many ways in which you can open things up. They're just not doing it at this point. Hmm. So you'll see more of that. You're also going to see a lot. These guys are going to start slanting a lot more, and you're going to see these guys doing a lot more stunts mm. in this next game. They're oh, going to yeah. stunt the hell out of this uh, out this line. This, watch my words. Mark my words. Watch the defensive line. This is a little nugget that I'm giving everybody now. They are no longer going to be playing these guys head up. They're going to be stunting them and moving them around so they can create, you know, uh, um, different levels in the defense will allow them to get up the field a little better. Now those linebackers can react a little better because when you slant the line somewhere, you're making the linebackers go somewhere else. You're making them go and, and be more aggressive and penetrate more because they have to be in the scheme of, of, of them slanting. Got it. All right. So stunts are coming. They're yeah. stunning. They'll show you how to stunt. The stunt men. <laughs> right. I mean, that'll be the new nickname, you know, uh, you know, when they when they play well against Carolina and stuff the run, then uh, Sirianni will have a shirt on next week. Hashtag stuntmen. Oh, yeah. no. Number one stunner. <laughs> Is that it? Number one stunner, but it will be stunner? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a second. I mean. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I and and, and, and the Flyers too. are trending, I guess, because. The general manager spoke to the media at 1030 today. So that's probably what you saw. Wouldn't we rather do the G unit song than the number one stunner? Stunt <laughs> auto one, right? I'll teach you how to stunt. I don't know it. Oh, okay. I heard yeah, yeah, you. Okay, okay. All right. My I didn't know where you were going with that. My TVs pop up, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll show you, I'll teach you how to stunt. Maybe that's what they need. Jonathan Gannon comes in rocking the G unit t-shirt. I'll teach you how to stunt. I think number one stunner has more of a ring to it, though. It's the name of the song is I'll teach you how to stunt. It's called Stunt 101. You're changing the word up. Gosh. I'm giving you gold. <laughs> well, is he going to be performing right. as part of the halftime uh, show in the, this next Super Bowl? What's no, that? it's actually G-Unit. Dre. I know it's Dre and Snoop and a couple yeah. others, right? No, I don't think G Unit is collective. He's not part of it. Song. No, it's it's a group. They oh, take okay. it was it's fifties group, but I, oh, I don't really collectively oh. making music anymore as a as a team. Oh, at okay. least no. Fifty didn't fifty didn't took apart his his G unit. It's no more G yeah. unit now. Mm. No, he he wanted to end that before it became like Puffy, where he was just it came out that he's mistreating <laughs> all the people in his group. 
Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he says he's not mistreating them. No, no, no. He's I, paying uh, their bills and making them pay them back. You know what I'm saying? And and then they were getting pissed off about it. Yes, that, you know what? Thank you for clarifying. Which <laughs> which I you know look that's that's just such a thin line, isn't it? All right, right, you know, right. It's like man, Fifty made it huge, opened the doors up for other guys in G Unit, and then is paying their bills because they didn't have a long sustainability, what have you. And now he's like, all right, man, I'm coming to collect. Right. You know, give me my money back. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh. then, he, then he let somebody borrow some money and then wanted to collect. It was one of his guys on his show. And, and yeah. he came back to collect, like, right, you know. Like next week. Time. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, I, just, like, I just gave you $100,000. time to pay that, man. Did he right. charge street juice? Oh, no. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, there was, a, and that's the thing, though, Harry. Like, there was a rumor that 50 was broke. Because he was trying to call in all these debts, just turns out he was just calling in all these debts. Right, right. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, bro. He just. All right, I want mine back. Give me my right. money back. Well, right. Did he I get want... his money back? Yeah. Right. Well, he's trying yes. to. Look, it's it's hard. If somebody's broke, it's hard to get money. But hmm. yeah, he's not trying. A, not according to fifty. 50 he's getting rich or dying trying. Right. <laughs> to. Had to. All right, so there's nothing crazy about uh, the Flyers aren't even trending anymore, Harry. That, no, that's that, how that long was, that, that lasted about two minutes. No, now yeah. did you see this story before we break? Did you see this story about NASA and what NASA is going to do? The, with the balloon? Uh, no, no, not NASA. I don't know if that's NASA with the balloon. No, not it, NASA Hataoka. Is is he yeah. golfing in the Shriners? No, she. Oh, pardon me. I apologize. She, she was named after NASA. Nice. Yes. That's not that's not a bad. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do they know NASA is an abbreviation? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, NASA will crash a spacecraft into an asteroid at 15,000 miles per hour to test Earth's defenses. Wow. Now, is this asteroid going to hit the Earth and they're just doing this to head it off? Or is this just a, like an experimental thing? It looks like it's more of an experimental thing mm. to protect Earth from a from a potential collision. Oh, okay. So okay. this is like something out of Armageddon, but they're trying to be preemptive about right. it. Right. It's like a fire drill. Right. You know, just to see. We, we hope works. that's the case. Yeah. They probably see something coming within the next ten years, like you know, coming to blow up the world. I like that. Yeah. I like that theory. <laughs> right. Like. Remember when they tried to put, well, I guess they did, right? Remember when Buzz Aldrin was shot back up to space at like 70 years old? Yeah, yeah no? I do remember that. Right. Yeah. So you got a lot of people with a lot of money that are trying to figure out if they can survive in space. So right. let's send his ass up there and see what happens if 70-year-olds <laughs> can do it. And now you're going to see all these guys bounce out of here. That's why yeah. that's why all the billionaires are racing to get out of here. Well, they're, yeah, they're all get, buying islands. Or no, no, no. Or the they're going to space. space. They're going yeah. to space. Yeah. Elon yeah. Musk is living. Yeah. Elon Musk is living in like one of these RV corridor things. Right. When, when he's in order to prepare himself for being on a spaceship for the next 50. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's kind that's of a good. lunatic. Yeah. Well, a but, lunatic. Yeah. Can you believe that? He just, you know. Amazon. Who doesn't shop on Amazon? And he 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 was the innovator of that. That's crazy, man. 
Well, that's, that's Bezos. No, no, that's, that's Bezos did. What uh, is Bezos? Amazon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Elon is the. Um, Elon the, did the, the Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. The Tesla. But yeah. the, they're all trying to get to space. Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I'd like to, I'd like to eject him into space. Look, just put them all in there. <laughs> yeah. Fine with me. There, there's his no, stupid haircut. There's no hierarchy for me. Put them all in there. There's a great Simpsons episode where, where Bart and Homer are caught in some spacecraft and i guess it's being sent to the sun not the moon right and in it is like the most annoying people in society oh. that they've met and you know they take a shot at all these celebrities of course good idea i think like Absolutely. fran drescher is in there too like uh -huh, uh -huh, you know <laughs> and finally they're heading to the sun and they're like dude we can't take it anymore right. so they just eject and take their helmets off as opposed to just staying five more minutes on that ship. Was Ben Affleck on the ship? I, I'm I'm going to find that. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll be back in three. But, yeah, you, know, you know that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a break. We got, my right. finger is down on the button. So it's like a landmine. <laughs> if I take my finger off this thing, it's going to blow up. You ready? We're back in three. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
right, we hit hour two here on the program. As I'm excited for tonight. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like it was pulling teeth to get Barrett and you guys to talk about this game, man. I, I don't know. No, Who, do you're, you're always get cranked up for these Thursday night games. It's going to well, be a good football. game. Yeah, I'm, I know. I, I'm, I'm going to have two TVs going. I'm going to have Coastal on. I'm going to have right. – I, I actually, I went – I told you, I went over this number, 73 points. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not watching Coastal. I just, Are you kidding me? I went over 73. 73. Yeah. yeah. You know why, though? Is because all I really need from Arkansas State is like 17 points. Mm. I'm telling you, Coastal Carolina is going to roll through them. But so look, 56 I, to 17 gets you a push, right? 46, 17. 56. 56, yes. Yeah. I, I think I can get 50. I think Coastal can hang 50. I think Hostel, Coastal can hang 60 on Arkansas State. Here's the thing about Arkansas State. They absolutely suck on defense. They can't stop anybody on defense at all. I'm surprised Arkansas State hasn't popped through your radar at all this year, Barrett, on any of these games, like even from an ancillary standpoint. Bro. Looking at you know, do you realize how bad they are? I'm sorry, go ahead. Right, you're right, you're right. That's what I'm saying. At this point, man, I, I I'm so I'm 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 really trying because I, I just sent my baritone out. I'm trying to get it get back into Eagles sh- shape, man. Right now, I'm trying to focus on that as opposed to everything else. What do you mean? My baritone as opposed is out, to college. Man. See, he doesn't yeah. have a college game this week, right, so he's so dialed back, back out of college. Well, when's your next college game? I don't know. Probably later in the year because uh, near bowl season, he said. Yeah, right. because you know yeah. it. Well, don't come back to us when <laughs> when you're hosting a game, a college game in three weeks. You already made that decision. Yeah. No, but no. If it's not, you know, yeah. if it's not, if it's not teams right now that are, are the that are just being honest, competing for you know the the playoffs, then mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to get get abreast of them, and I'm also doing my breakdowns on you know players that are going to be prospective NFL players. Well, like this weekend, I'm going to start with quarterbacks. Yeah. And different quarterbacks, I'm going to go to running backs, running backs to wide receivers. How many guys will you put in each category? In ten. Each, is it ten? Okay. Ten. I'll just have a top ten. I don't get much lower than that. And where will this be available? NBC Sports Philly website? No, it'll actually be for me. And oh. then um, they'll ask me when time comes, gets, and it gets closer, right around mm-hmm. the end of January when uh, when the combine comes out. And I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna give him my list. I said, look, this is this is the list I want. I want to go and uh, see if I can go to the combine. If they'll send me to the combine. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So I've been in the combine for five well, years now. Now the combine I think is going to be in L.A. Now, isn't it? They're they going they to start. They're going to start doing everything out there at, at some point. I don't know if this coming year is the year, but they at some should. Point, that's where the combine. That's where the draft. You know, they'll move the drafts around, but their their whole headquarters is now in L.A. It should be, man. That's where NFL. Uh, that's where NFL Network is. Yeah, right. it used to be NFL Films up here. That's just right. a satellite now. Right. So I mean, I, what is it called? Cavalis or something like that? I forget what it's called. Um, out there in California, Calabasas. Let me see. I don't know. The what combine. is it? Calabasas. Not the Casbah. No, no. It was Rock the Casbah. No. 
eventually they're gonna they're gonna do the combine out there. I don't know if that this coming year is the the first year, but I'd like to go to the combine. It looked like a pretty cool event, dude. It was, was cool coaches event. are everywhere. Like there, there's a radio row for the combine. Right, right, is there really? Right. Yeah, there is. But I used to I used to you know go out there when I was working with NFL films, and I would interview coaches and. Mm-hmm. The years before, they would try to get guys, you know, just producers to go up there and try to interview yeah. coaches. And the coach would be like, uh, no, nah, that's all right. But then I went up there and I was averaging like 15 coaches a year. It's like that was like triple. They would only get like two coaches. Mm-hmm. I would get like 15 coaches. But, you know, it was un- it was unbelievable, man. Out there watching those guys run 40s, you know, watching their dreams come true, watching some guys dreams get crushed. You know what I mean? Talking to these coaches and they're telling stories. And then afterwards, that night, you know, every night afterwards, we go and I'd go to a local bar to be coaches there. And I sit down, and have dinner with the coaches and everything. Yeah. And it was it was great. Everybody's bro. at St. Elmo's. Yeah. Yep, yeah. St. Elmo's. Yep, That's yep. the only one. Right. People go. Yeah. That's yep. the big one. Yeah. Uh, now, Andil B uh, on the stream. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I think it's Andalay, but. Oh, Andalay B. OK. Yeah. Asked if any of us have the Eagles winning outright this weekend. No, I do not. I mean, you you can't be, you can't be a good analyst and say yes. I mean, you, I mean, you could be a homer and be that way. But what what makes you think that the Eagles be going any other direction? The direction they're going right now. I mean, if, even with the Panthers losing, they're still headed up. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, their development, the second year head coach, they learned this system. The defense is playing at a high level. They have things that are pointing in the right direction. So you can't really say, you know, without being a homer, yeah, the Eagles are going to win. Yep. But I do think I do see things going to start turning the corner, and you'll see that in my baritone. That's, mm. that's that's twice I've said it. So check my baritone out on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Are you allowed to uh, promote that there? Didn't know. Yeah, okay. of course. Absolutely. Now I see on the, the stream, and I'm uh, that Sirianni apparently had an emotional meeting uh, with the players. Yeah, heated. It got a little heated. Oh, you know, because um, like I said, if, if you can happened? teach a player, if you can teach a player, if if you can get a player to realize that he can get better as a player, that you can keep them. You know. But if they start losing and they're not getting better, oh, mm-hmm. it's a problem. You can lose your team. That's that's what's going on in Jacksonville right now. Right. I was th- just thinking of that as you said it. So what's what's this thing with Sirianni? What, can you give us some specifics, by the way, or what? Well, let me tr- let me try to find something here. Go to my usual suspects. Come on. Oh, the man. AJB says Sirianni had a long, hard meeting with his team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more you yelling think, and screaming than ever before you think this was while they're watching the film and seeing all the penalties and but i thought this was a press conference is that what you said no I- no it was a team I mean, it was him and his team and apparently it got out that it was a pretty heated Birdman, well, no, no, no. What, what what do you mean ray diddy picked him to win you sit next to ray diddy i know i didn't think Did that know. happened did we miss I, something? I, I I didn't know it. He didn't. My conversation with him was saying, "Oh, they're a bad team." Yeah, you know, he's very matter of fact about, "Oh, they're a bad team." You know, and and I don't see him get any better right now. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Me neither. <laughs> I do see him getting a little better. 
By the way, I have over seven and a half receptions for Cooper Cup tonight. Over 20 and a half rushing yards for Russell Wilson tonight. Yeah. That seems Russ, low. Russ going to have a big night on the ground. It's already up to 21 and a half. It might okay. be up to 22 if Carson gets ruled out. I think Russ is going to run. Mm. Yeah, I think he has to run. run. Yeah. He'll be running yeah. for his life. He'll be for Russ, too. It's another one. As uh, Khaled would say, that's another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's another one. Yeah, it's another one. <laughs> Hit him with it. All right. What what are you looking up here? I'm trying to find something here from all these beat guys, man. There's like 15 of them. I figured all you need is one, right? I know, but I'm not seeing it. We need to, we need to get down to the nitty here. I want to confirm it. Not the gritty, huh? I want to confirm it. Okay. You can't have the nitty without the gritty, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you're pumped for hockey season. I can't not look. I don't know why anybody would sit down and watch preseason anything other than NFL football. Yeah. So I I can't. I'm not getting into anything here. I might boycott the Flyers just because of Mertitas. Like uh, you know, that's a good reason, right? Yeah. Get out of my face. Yeah. With this Flyers shit, I'm out on you. I have enough I need to deal with here. Trying yeah. to follow uh, betting now is is really pushed. You watching a lot more than just local stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't have time for yeah. local teams. Anymore. No, I mean, and that's the thing because I love hockey. I love the league. I it's just it's just the Flyers coverage that just beats me down. See, I feel like I'm more like baseball with you, but you're saying that it's the internal coverage of the Flyers. Yes. It's people. That and work Flyers for, Twitter drives me crazy. Well, that's what that's what I think this all is. Yeah. Yes, it's all Flyers Twitter. Now, John McMullen doesn't have anything on this, on any heated exchange. He's tweeting about wrestling. All right, let's get John on. Does he have any, or, or just ask if he has any idea? How about that? Like, right, what the I'll hell's going him. on here? I'll text him. Yeah, we're trying to do this on the fly. You know, we got yeah. a, we got Manook coming up here. Barry, you know, you want to reach out to Ray Diddy, see what he says. I don't know what the hell. Not just bring him on. Ray, Ray, Ray Diddy doesn't have a smartphone, does he? Oh yeah, no. that's right. I forgot. No, you have to email him right in advance. I think you have to put a stamp on an envelope and put it in the mailbox. <laughs> actually, <laughs> and oh, I love well, Ray. Now so, we are getting Al Wallace. Tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Al yeah, not not Al Harris. Not no. Al Harris. Not Al Harris. Hair. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> this sounded like a pretty juicy story that I, I know people are going to be talking about. That's why I'm just cu- kind of curious. Well, what, what story are we talking about? This 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 fight. I mean, of course it's going to be a fight, but well, I mean, a, and if they're what, yelling, what had more fight to it? Is it going to be Wilder Fury or Sirianni taking on his whole team? Well, for the pe- for the for the sake of the folks that are bucking up for a pay per view, I hope it's Wilder Fury. <laughs> Right? Point. Yeah. Isn't that a pay-per-view? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You think this thing is coming in on your Showtime pers- uh, subscription? No. no. You're, what? What is that uh, network? D A Z N. Dazone. Is that how you pronounce a Dazone? Yeah. yeah. Dazone. Whatever happened to that? It's still around. Yeah. Because yeah. wasn't that supposed to be like a big boxing thing? It's uh, what's it called? It's a, a boxing. It's De La Hoya. Yeah. He right. started it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, look at the stream, peyote player. That is peyote, right? Peyote yeah. player. 
locker room noise getting louder and louder. Now we didn't, mm. ne- we never really heard much from locker rooms until the end of, of Doug's reign here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was just like, you know, one player really, you know, well, remember though, Carson, that whole stuff happened the year after they won the Super Bowl. It was like two years after. It no, no, go back. The stuff came out with the year they lost to the uh, the double doink year. Where uh, Carson oh, got, yeah, 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 yeah. Carson got pulled again because of the back and stuff. That's when, other, you know, Santa Laquito starts messing with Malcolm Jenkins and others. People are, you know, coming out on the record, questioning what's going on with this team. That was the year they built the shrine to Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm right. saying, Byron. It was year three, technically, of Carson Wentz, which was also year three of Doug, right? Didn't they come in the same year? Yeah. Same year. Mm. And it's then to him. here's the thing, though, and, and to your point about it, I think the difference is that Carson Wentz was always the target of all of this nonsense. Yep. And there was collateral damage like Doug Peterson wrapped up in all of this. Yep. Who is who is the target this time? It's, like it's, there isn't an easy guy for like right. Carson Wentz. I can't believe you that. said that. You you know it's Nick Sirianni who you're out on. Yes, yes, yes. I just didn't know if there was a player though. Like like that's yeah, my point. Right. I just didn't know if there was a player. There's no player tied to it right now. So that's why I'm saying I'm I, I'm you know because here we go. Shut I haven't off. heard any noise. Uh, maybe maybe it would be Fletcher Cox. You think? I don't think it's Fletch. I think it's more so. Because they're not losing, because they're losing and they're not winning, mm-hmm. the rumbling of these older players, and and you know a the, month the, in, uh, you know you. I'm not I'm saying just, you're wrong. I'm just reinforcing that this has been a month now. So you're Shan, saying I, I told you, Shan, if you if you're not letting an older player know that he can get better, if you're not teaching him how to get better, yeah. if you're not you know making him a better player, mm. then those guys will be out on you. So you're saying it was the year after the Super Bowl win. I thought it. I thought when it was they two beat years the Bears after. and then lost to the Saints in the playoffs, and that's when yeah. I thought the stuff came that out was with the Alshon. Year. I thought Alshon was the, when it really started to come out. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. With Alshon, and I thought that was and two again, years later. What was the name of that reporter from ESPN? Uh, Josina. Josina yeah. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Look, I mean, you had internal stuff here in the city. You had Santa Laquito's big piece. Right. You had all Carson. Stuff. Right. That was his first one. Yep. Yep. All right, this is uh, thanks to John Shelton, who is not only listening to the show, but also helping us out on Twitter at JWS8596. This is the stand-up shot from 6ABC's Jeff Skaversky. Now, I don't know what the legalities is of it to view it, so I'm just going to play the audio here, all right? Ticked off. That's how Eagles coach Nick Sirianni is feeling over all the penalties. They have the most in the NFL and by a long shot. So what is Sirianni trying to do about it? I'm told it was a hot topic during a team meeting on Monday. Sirianni was yelling like guys have never seen before. Even Sirianni admits today, sometimes you have to change your tone. Here are the Eagles back to work today. Still no Lane Johnson on that offensive line. The Pro Bowl tackle remains out with a personal issue. All right, I think that's all there is on Sirianni. Yeah, now McMullins uh, just got back to me. He says, nothing more than usual. And he's and I said, we're talking about Skaversky, and he goes, that was just a BS raise his voice quote on penalties. Way overblown. Yeah, look, you got to go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even less to take away from Nick Sirianni doing anything. He's not doing anything. 
right? Well, I mean, you know, imagine it's all, it's all performative. Imagine you being a veteran in in that locker room, and all of a sudden, after week four, this guy just starts blowing his top. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, all right, bro. Like, I I don't really haven't seen a whole lot out of you in these first four weeks that gives me a whole lot of confidence right, right. in you like, either. Like, oh, settle like, down now. Yeah, Nikki. exactly. Well, settle down now. <laughs> so, so what happens though? Like, what would be? And and I'll give. I'm asking. I'll give him the complete total benefit of the doubt here. Mm -hmm. What exactly is the proper way for a first-year head coach to gain the attention of his team who clearly is not focused enough to not lead the league in penalties? Which, again, well, like I get a penalty or two, but how, how do you send a – because I'm with you, right? You don't want to – you don't want some 30 year, four year old dude in the locker room looking like, come on, yeah, what is in this? Some show? dog mentality t shirt with right, three right, highlighters right. in his visor. Right. Or, or bringing gritty in and being right. like, it's, it's I told that, you. It's, it's not even that. It's not even, you know, the antics of, of yelling and all that type of stuff. Uh, players could care less about that. Okay, you're passionate. So what? I'm not trying to hear that. Not until you start taking away playing time or taking money out of the players' pockets. Will you get the attention and, mm. and the, the, the penalties will start going down? Mm. That's the only way it's going to do it. Andy Reid did it right away yes, by right. Making, a, making a lineman go and push a sled. Right. Here's Remember? the difference, though. And, and I ask this honestly does Sirianni have the power to do that? And I'm yes, not saying he's, that. Coach, yes. he's got right. the power, but does he have the gravitas? Mm. I don't right. know. Like, do you have the backing of the organization to go right in there and figuratively, of course, bitch smack Fletcher Cox and take snaps away from him and others. You know, that that's what I'm saying. Like Barrett, you're right. Yes. He's a head coach. Meaning like normally yeah, Sean Payton or Bill Bell, obvious candidates here, yeah. right. are going to be able to walk in and say, Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? And then take away penalty. Well, right. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, and I, I, again, I'm asking, I don't know if Sirianni, it's like yeah. a substitute teacher coming in and saying, all right, you have a zero for the year mm -hmm. or you're suspended for a week. Well, it's like, yeah. you can't do that. You're a sub. Get your right. ass back home and chill and wait yeah, for the next right. phone call. The mere fact that you said that and we don't think it's BS and everybody's believing, you know, that he may not have that is a problem in itself. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. It's a problem in itself because there wouldn't be any question in Belichick's locker room. Mm-hmm. Any question in, in Peyton's room? There wouldn't be any question in Ron Rivera's locker room. And right. That, I don't you know? know. Right. But does he have that that juice? But you, you know, know what? Does though? he have the juice? Barrett, look look at the example Harry just gave in, in Ron Rivera, who walked into a, a, a like a living organism of a shit storm a that nobody yeah. has been able to really fix, no matter who has been there consistently, at least. And it leads me to believe. And I'm not trying to credit Daniel Snyder for anything, but it leads me to believe that somebody in that organization said, look, we need to let Ron Rivera do Ron Rivera's thing. And that's going to bring us back to some level of respectability. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Nick Sirianni is, is, is afforded that luxury of being able to go to somebody and, and take away playing time or get into their pockets. Right. And, and look, Barrett and Harry, I'm not saying that he should or shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, isn't that if he's not, isn't that more a, a representation of how problematic things are inside this organization? Well, the mere fact we're discussing this, it means it's a problem. There's something it, wrong with it. Yeah, there's something wrong with it. Yeah. Because 
if we're thinking it, you know, it has to be a little something, you know, of 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 a, of a conflict uh, within the organization that we think that that's happening. Yeah, because right. there's no question in New England. There's no question, even in you know, in with the Rams or 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 or, or Seattle. There's no question that that coach can go in there and say and, and do whatever he there's wants. There's no question to do. in Buffalo. Right. 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 They don't have any questions. They don't have a. They don't have to go and and get second guessed by an organization. Mm-hmm. And there lies, you know, the chain of command and the power. The power is getting divvied up too much. So there's not enough power where it should be and too much power somewhere else. Look, the scary thing is this guy could either be Sean McVay or he could be Adam Gase. Right. And we don't know yet. Right. Right. I don't know that there's going to be an in-between. I don't know. I like Nick. I like what he was saying in the beginning. I like what Gana was saying in the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. In the beginning. When they were winning practices instead right. of playing in games. That Which count. I thought was BS from the beginning of because yeah. you don't get better by winning practices instead of winning games. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That was all BS. You know, you didn't win seven games. No, you practiced seven times. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. You lost three games, which is now equated to lost six games. Game type conditions can only be simulated through games. Period. Point blank. You can't. You can't simulate those game type situations in practice. I don't care who you're practicing against. It's just not. It's not. It doesn't work. Now, I will say this: they're they're at times they are very close. They just can't seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a sign of a bad team when you can't seal the deal. But you could name, you could rattle that off about five or six other teams around the league too. I don't like, know. like if this thing didn't happen, you know what I mean? Like they're right. close. That's what defines a team that's not good. Yeah. If if my aunt had a, then yeah. she would be my uncle. Right. Absolutely. And that side of a bad team is that she still looks like your aunt at the <laughs> right. end of the day. And, they, and she can't stop the run and right. she can't stop making <laughs> dumb penalties. Right. So, yeah. you know, those are bad that signs of a bad team. And like I said, me and, um, me and uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Dad, gone it. My co-host, me this and this Seth. Huh? Me and Seth. Seth. Me and oh. Seth go through it. We went through it in the last postseason game. I said, it "Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck." Then it's a duck. This team creates penalties like a bad team. They don't finish plays like a bad team. They get right. touchdowns called back like a bad team. Yep. So hence, they're a bad team now. They are until they start tipping the tables. They're not they're, They have to be considered a bad team. So when other teams look at their records and they see the Eagles coming up, all right, we got to win here. And it hasn't been like that in years. Right. It hasn't been like that in years. Look, I'm not surprised that they're one and three. I'm just surprised yeah. at how, how undisciplined they are. Right. You know, that, right. that's the thing that's kind of eye popping to me. I had him at one and three through these four, four yeah, games too, you know. Probably even worse than that following Carolina and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Maybe two and six or one and seven, depending yeah, on how two they and four play. or whatever. Yeah. Now, Bill Covington on Billy Covington Jr., to be exact, on the stream says the coaches you named are well established coaches who have earned the right to yell at their players, but I'm sure in their first year as a head coach, they had the same problems. Well, let me refer to you to what just happened with the previous coach and explain to Billy and others that this is not about Nick Sirianni and whether Nick Sirianni has the right 
to yell at players. It's whether or not the organization that he works for will allow that. And the guy who just left won a Super Bowl and was still relegated to weekly meetings with yeah. the owner. All right, tell me what right. you did. What did you do today? And didn't have full autonomy on who he could bring in as assistant coaches. Told us, Harry, that guys were coming back, and then two days later they were fired yeah, from the organization. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So my point in all of this is, is nothing about Sirianni as a person, as a coach. This has nothing to do with Sirianni. It could be John Sirianni as the head coach. But the reality is, is that I, you know, this may be something that's manifested into the, the playing field. We talked about pandering, pandering, pandering. People thought I was joking about the shirts. And then he calls the Philly special against the Niners, right? Yeah. Point right. being is that maybe this lack of being able, and I'm look, I'm asking, and Jason Nelson brings up an interesting point about the front office being broken. At the same time, look how successful they are on the field. So it's a balancing act. But my point being in bringing all this up, guys, is that maybe we're at a point now where – Nick Sirianni, meaning head coach of the Eagles, inability, meaning doesn't have the backing of the front office to get and step in somebody's ass, is manifesting itself now with all these penalties. Hmm. With somebody unable to, and I'm just going to go back to what Barrett said, which is you have to be able to start holding people accountable instead of just getting in their face. Hmm. And maybe guys are like... And accountability was one of his five yes. things. But if he can't hold the people five, in front of it, right? The tree. <laughs> but it's, right. it's not like he doesn't want to. It's it's like, hey, man, I want to throw this baseball. All I want to do is throw this baseball, but I'm handcuffed. And my my hands are, are, are handcuffed behind my back, and I can't get out of these handcuffs. But I have this baseball on my hand, and all I want to do is throw this baseball. Mm -hmm. Well, who are you going to blame? The person who put the handcuffs on or the person who's trying to throw the baseball? Handcuffs. And and you know and, and and I understand they're saying all well-established coaches, but even even you know go to the Browns, they just established their coach. You know what establishes winning? Winning established. Hey, beat Pittsburgh but, in a playoff yeah. game, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? You know it, it it comes from winning, man. And and if you're not winning, you know it it, it really doesn't matter. A yeah. player wants to know can they get better, and if a player's not getting better. I don't care who or what are you trying to say to him. He's then they're not out trying to hear you. that. That's right. No, they're yeah. not trying to hear that. No, they're not going to hear that. Mm -hmm. and the right, only gotta... way you can get a player to play right and if, if from keep from making mistakes is by finding their ass or not playing their ass. One of the two, or even both. You, I, I mean, it comes with discipline, and discipline only gets come when it's reinforced. Reinforced discipline means doing the tough things. Can Nick Sirianni or does he have the autonomy to be able to do the tough things? We don't know. Who do we got coming up next now, Aton? Nook, a copian. A copian. All right. He's going to join us coming up, talk about this Wilder Fury fight. We'll be back in three. We'll, we'll have some time to still talk about this game, I'm sure. All here on the middle. Hit that thumbs up button and please make sure you're subscribed, of course, to the Jacob Media YouTube page. <laughs>
Every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Couple of minutes here. What's going on with these headphones, man? Let's bring them in. Look at that. <laughs> what a pleasure to see Manuka Kopian here. Hey guys, hear us. What's going on? Man? I just followed him on Twitter. Eight times. Oh my, my! Let me tell you something. Beyond, I have a, a choppy connection. Is it the same for you guys? No, no you're, you're good. You look and sound great. Uh, you guys are coming in very uh, choppy for me. Okay, no, I'm not sure. Hold on, we well, you have a nice crisp cole- uh, connection right here. So let's try All this. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back out and then bring you back in. Okay, great. There we go. Right? Any better? Uh, you know he bounced. That's fine. I tell you, he's he is a trip. That's the best way to describe Manuk. Oh, he yeah. Is, now, yeah. How did, how did you find Manuk? So. When I was doing sports map on, I think it was like a Friday night, one of those Friday night shows that I used mm-hmm. to do a long time ago. Okay. We this is back in the first Wilder Fury fight. All right. So that's that's when I first spoke with Manuk back then, and I just like you'll you'll see he's just one of these dudes. He, you just want to follow. You want to you know, especially in the world of boxing, like he's really knowledgeable in in the world of boxing rights of course for the la times and does some other things as well but that's where i was kind of just like oh man this dude's a fun dude he's smart and he's just somebody to follow with boxing so. right and it's at manuka copian m-a-n-o-u-k-a-k-o-p-y-a-n correct yeah correct all right so we'll we'll have him pop back in here in a sec jeez 
But yes, that's look, you know. So what was that? Maybe 2018. When was the first fight? I'm not sure. I'm thinking, you know, probably three years ago, right? Three, four years ago. Was it that long? We we're trying to figure this out as we get Manuk back up here. And again, we just we just ran through your Twitter, LA Times, boxing scene, Harry Mays following you now. I strongly suggested to everybody here, not only on the show, but on the stream that you are worth the follow and you will not disappoint. I already know that from following you that you don't disappoint. So first and foremost, it's great to see you. Hopefully the, the connection is good here and we appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Wow. I have to live up to those high standards now. You will. You, no will. you will. I have no doubt in my mind. We set the bar will. high here. Uh, th- uh, that means I can't tweet like Magic Johnson anymore. I need no more, no more vanilla posts. You know, you know what? You'd still be better than half the show on Twitter. So <laughs> the bar is actually incredibly low that all you really need to do is just type like three words and you'll be better. Trust me. So <laughs> we were trying to figure this out. I, I think the first time you and I spoke was ahead of the first Wilder Fury fight, which seems ages ago, right? Oh, wow. Uh, t- talk about a timeline. This is this fight. This fight, this trilogy has been pretty drawn out. I mean, it goes back all the way to 2016 when they first challenged each other in the ring. And uh, obviously the hotly contested draw in 2018 and the one-sided fight last year. And 18 months later, after so much back and forth, here we are. I mean, it's it's, it's been rather anticlimactic, if you ask me, because this, uh, this fight should have happened a long time ago, but with the pandemic and all the contractual issues and everything, uh, n- now they have to compete on a hot Saturday night with the MLB postseason and college right. football. And, you know, uh, they're going to have to fight for some eyeballs. So it sounds to me like you wouldn't rank this rivalry or this, uh, uh, this fight series very high on, on the list of all time heavyweight battles. Well, uh, uh, it's a little too premature to say that. I think the third fight could really put the exclamation point on the series, but so far it's been, uh, a tale of two fights. Uh, the first one obviously had a lot of drama with, you know, uh, Tyson Fury essentially winning 10 rounds and getting knocked out twice mm-hmm. uh, in the other two and coming up like the undertaker from the canvas to, to beat a, to beat a count with uh, less than a couple of minutes to go in the 12th round. So that was, that was very exciting. Uh, I've had the privilege of uh, being ringside covering both fights. So being a part of the fight weeks and talking to the fighters, uh, you can see the trajectory of their personal growth, their actual uh, fighting growth. And uh, there is a lot of intrigue for this third fight because uh, Deontay Wilder's uh, focus and uh, I think reinvention is, is rather presents a scary, uh, scary scenario for Fury because he still has that one punch knockout power and we, he could really... Uh, clean his history in, in one click uh, if if he connects with Fury. Well, Fury, you know, looking at Fury, he's more of a, um, not necessarily a technician, man, but he's just son unorthodox in how he approaches the fight, how he's fighting, man. You know, you look at, you know, the fight itself, you know, you're not going to see any of that, you know, precision boxes you're going to see from other fights, man. What do you think is the biggest thing that's going to help, you know, Fury out or, you know, or his counterpart out? Well, the thing these this is a contrast of two styles. You have Tyson Fury who can who fights like a featherweight if he wants to, very very slick, very 
uh, uh, range. He works the jab, has great foot movement, great feints. Um, and he's six foot nine, and, and no, no one has moved like him. And the he's got that shoulder team. block too, you know. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> you know, a, a little half baked shoulder roll that Mayweather yeah, would have yeah. been proud of for sure. Yep, yep. But you know, and Wilder is just a lanky, awkward uh, fighter who has this detonating power in the right hand, and when he connects, it does damage. And the big thing with Wilder in this fight is he switched trainers, uh, obviously. Uh, not only did Wilder lose, but he came up with a laundry list of excuses as to why he lost. And that was a big narrative in yesterday's uh, press conference at the Las Vegas MGM Grand. Um, among some of the reasons Wilder said he lost is with that his uh, former world champion in the Olympics uh, medalist fi uh, fighter Mark Breland was disloyal to him when he threw the towel. He said his water was spiked. He said Fury's gloves were doctored. He said his costume weighed too much and zapped That's him right. with the energy of his legs. Uh, he said referee Kenny Bayless was incompetent. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, and the fact that Fury um, was so dominant in that performance, I think broke Wilder's spirit because he had never been in that kind of a position before. So for the last 18 months, Wilder, I assume, has been eating, breathing, and sleeping, thinking about Tyson Fury and what this third fight is going to look like. And everything is going to culminate Saturday. And I think that's a, I think that's a scary uh, scenario for Fury because I really think Wilder can beat him. And mm. it, it, it isn't... Uh, that far off as the sports books might present it. Uh, I think Wilder still is a great fighter, a true champion. And the fact that he's bringing on a new trainer and former uh, world title, uh, former uh, heavyweight contender Malik Scott, uh, you, you've, if anyone has seen the clips that have materialized online, he has really looked good in his uh, pad work, his footwork, and some of the one-dimensional tactics that he had shown in the past, uh, at least in, in practice sessions, are nowhere to be seen. Wow. Now, Doc go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying doctored gloves. What are they putting liniment on the gloves like Sonny Liston did back in his <laughs> 60s against Ali? Yeah. It, it was, you know, some of the claims were really laughable. And, uh, you know, what was the most laughable of all of them? The, the body armor seemed like, and no pun intended here, Manuk, but it seemed like it had some weight to it because this dude was walking around in like medieval body armor that you see in, in like one of these Templar movies. Yeah, the the forty. He said the costume was forty pounds. I, I the what was quite ironic about that entire scenario is that before that fight, my pre-fight feature on. Tyson uh, on Deontay Wilder in the Los Angeles Times was talking about his costumes ah. and uh, how prolific they were in, in his ring walk entrances. And then he ends up pointing to the for, for that to be the reason why. But the most laughable claim for me was that his water was spiked by his mm. own team. Wow. I mean, <laughs> it's um, but he believed but he believes everything that he has said. He's convicted uh, and convinced and, you know, he had the ch he had a chance to walk back his claims a bit yesterday and he chose not to. And he said, wow. I believe what I want to believe. Wow. Hey, you bring up the books and far be it for me to let any betting opportunity pass us here with you, especially because you, you've been following this specific fight for the previous two. when there is nobody better to mine not only insight, but a little betting insight. Now, as, as you reference, Fury is the heavy favorite overall. 
but I always try and, and maneuver through like a method of victory. So I'm going to give you two and you tell me what has the better chance of happening. And, and they're both pretty good returns here. So Wilder by KO, TKO or disqualification is plus 275. Meanwhile, Fury by decision or technical decision is plus 290. So they're both different means, right? Or different ends, I guess, to the same fight and similar returns on that. Wilder by KO, TKO, or DQ versus Fury by decision or technical decision. You know, the, that's the true coin flip pick, and th those are the two likely outcomes yeah. in this fight. Even though Fury had a one-sided dominant performance, seven rounds, knocked him down twice, busted his eardrum, knocked him down with body shot. He, did, uh, he dismantled him in every way possible, but... I think this third fight is going to be a completely different script. And I think that script is going to end with the Wilder knockout because wow. Wow. Uh, I, I really, I really think, uh, you know, just think about it. 18 months thinking about uh, training for one thing and Fury, on the other hand, he's been all over the place. He's been, you know, he lives a very public life and sometimes that could work against you. Uh, you know, he got COVID twice. The last one, obviously, forcing a postponement of the fight. You know, he's walking around all over Las Vegas in Versace robes. Uh, he's, you know, like he, Barrett, <laughs> walking around Philly. Yeah. You know, he walks around Voorhees in his Versace robes. <laughs> and he's, you know, he, he talks about drinking, drinking beer during, uh, uh, you know, on his off time. And uh, he, he tells me he's going to weigh 300 pounds on fight night when he weighed 273 in the second fight. And he just he says all these wild things. Some of them end up being true, but uh, I think you would like a little bit more focus. And the fact that he was focused on this Anthony Joshua super fight for the longest time and not really thinking about Wilder. Wilder crept up on him again. They were not supposed to fight, and then a Wilder had to get legal matters, a legal, a legal team involved, and win an arbitration case to have his third, uh, have a right for a third fight. And Fury all along was thinking about Joshua and uh, entertaining other offers. And now Fury uh, Wilder is back and could be that thorn in the side. So my ultimate prediction is a, a more focused, uh, a, a somewhat reinvented Wilder will learn from his previous mistakes and what he did wrong and go back and dominate Tyson Fury with a knockout finish. I don't know, man, because you know what I mean? He looks so good, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, I mean, even with, you know, the shoulder shrugs, you know, the way he was blocking shots. And, I mean, he was precise and just, you know, totally beating Wilder up, man. It's, you you really think that he's got his boxing skill well enough? Because, I mean, you know, you look at Wilder, he was just a, you know, one-hit-a-quitter type of guy, man. He You know, he just wanted to just dominate you with just, you know, haymakers instead of just going in with the boxing position that Fury had. So, so here's the thing, Barrett. Fury executed an exquisite game plan in that third fight. He was the bigger man, the taller man, and he pressed Wilder. He brought the fight to him. He walked him down. He brought the fight. And I feel like Wilder, he needs to pivot. He needs to change his strategy. If you don't learn from your mistakes, there's no way you're going to win. And I think Wilder needs to go for broke here because his legacy is on the line. I don't see how he could ever mentally recover from losing right. it losing a fight like this and you know at the end of the day this is a fight and w w when you think about the the mental aspect of this i mean 
he, he's 36. He's not going to have too many more bites at the apple. This could be very well his last chance at regaining the heavyweight titles, putting himself in a position for another super fight. And, you know, I, I think my prediction is that's going to come true. And that, that not taking away anything from Fury because he is he he's the favorite. He's, he's the favorite yeah. for a reason. Mm. But, you know, you you come from a football background, Barrett. Any get as you know, any given Sunday, every every team has a chance to win. And Wilder, as much as he might be the underdog, he still very well has a chance to win. Well, you got my money, man. I'm going. I'm going to the books, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to bet. <laughs> Wait a second. Now you can't hold him accountable now, Barrett. Right, right. That doesn't. That's the rule. I, I told Manuk that ahead of time here that he's not on the hook for any bets that fail by all means, but. It's like Randy Moss said, I'm writing checks my bleep can't cash. <laughs> hey, real quick, just to follow up on that, what happens to Deontay Wilder if he loses? Wow. Again, I think he probably goes into oblivion. We might never hear from him ever again. It, it, it's that kind of a loss, I think. he He's, uh, he's a very... Uh, uh, an interesting character. He he enjoys the limelight. He enjoys being a heavyweight champion. He's out when and then when he was winning, he was out there front yeah. and center. And he became re- uh, somewhat rather of a recluse over the last eighteen months. During the June press conference, he just wore his headphones and didn't even talk. He's changed his stance a little bit. Out yet at the end of the day, he has to sell pay per views, and his purse is tied to how many, how well the fight performs commercially. But. I could very well see him retiring at this stage because who is he going to fight? He he can't go go back and fight, you know, s- some guy ranked ninth at heavyweight. Sure, he can maybe fight an Andy Ruiz. That's the most feasible fight to make because they're both tight to PBC. And Andy Ruiz is a former champion, and he's always one fight. He's going to be one fight away always from supplanting himself uh, atop the division. But you know, Alexander Usyk shocked Anthony Joshua, so there's a new player there. Joshua, of course, is the most marketable name, perhaps, in the heavyweight division, global superstar. Everyone wants to see that all-British showdown between Fury and Joshua. And right now, it's a, it's a game of musical chairs. And Wilder could very well disrupt the heavyweight picture once yeah. again and put himself in a position to uh, pretty much take on anyone that he wishes. Yeah. But Boxing he, loves chaos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, right now... Uh, with with Usyk holding three of the titles right now, he's a, he's obviously a very talented fighter, pound for pound, one of the best. But no one in the, not a lot of casual fans know him in America. He's not a marketable name. He doesn't speak English. He's a very quirky character when he decides to show it. But you know, only the true hardcores are going to really appreciate what he does in the ring. And you know, uh, uh, he's an Olympic medalist, but that's not going to move the needle. Uh, for you to separate yourselves from $80 to uh, to watch him bite. So um, uh, that's what, and and Wilder uh, has that, I think one last opportunity for some life-changing paydays should he win against Fury. I'm just curious, you've covered this sport for a little bit. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? And I don't know what it even is, but what's the craziest thing you've ever seen ringside from somebody walking in to how a fight ended to some, I don't know, whatever it is. I'm sure you've seen it. Wow. Th- th- this, this quite a lot. I I, I'll, I think I might just go back to my most recent memory. It was uh, Andy Ruiz and Chris Ariola. It was the first fight in California with fans during the pandemic. And it, it, you know, it was a socially distant crowd. 
no one's been in a, no one's been at a, a sporting a, a boxing event in over a year and a half. And as the night goes on, you know everyone's drinking and everything. And the it's two Mexican fighters uh, against each other, and the and the and it's a pro. And, and the crowd is filled with a lot of uh, Mexican Americans. Uh, we're in Southern California, mind you. Yeah. So by during after the national anthems there were these 30 man 40 man royal rumbles happening in the stands and each what? round each round was getting bigger than the other and i'm wow. i don't know if you guys saw those videos going viral on no. fight Day, wow but they were literally kicking each other's ass all over the stadium <laughs> and they, they just did not have enough uh security and personnel to to remove to, to break up the fight. So uh, imagine, and it's the third round. Andy Ruiz just got knocked out, and there's this forty. Uh, I'm sorry, just got knocked down, and there's this like thirty person brawl happening in the right. center. I, I don't know whether to watch the fight or to watch. The, it, 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 it was pretty crazy, but and they kept the know. fight going. What's that again? They, they kept, kept the fight going. Oh yeah, and, and I asked, them, <laughs> and it, it was it was some tremendous scraps. I would uh, highly recommend everyone look it up. Oh man, it went viral all over social media that night. But it was pretty. It was I hadn't seen that many fights, and 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 they were some really, really good fights too. <laughs> Mind I, shirts were flying off. People were flying down the bleachers. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. That's insane. insane. Now, before you get out of here, brother, and again, at Manuka Kopian, M-A-N-O-U-K-A-K-O-P-Y-A-N. We'll put the Twitter up there for you. L.A. Times, boxing scene. But you've spent some time in the NFL as well, and, and this is not a sport that is foreign to you by any means. You're also in an area that we have a team playing tonight. So, yeah, we need some insight from you. What happens with the Rams tonight? Well, let me just clarify. When I when I was in the NFL, I wasn't in the NFL like Barrett. I was in the NFL right. behind a, behind a computer writing and editing. Correct. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I did work for NFL Network and NFL <laughs> Media for for a handful of years. But yeah, it's great to be in Los Angeles with two uh, football franchises. Uh, still, the Chargers feel like the redheaded stepchild, and they need to uh, have the have the city embrace them. But you know, it's great. I, I grew up in California. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. So the fact that I didn't have a football team growing up, yeah, I'm a. Uh, it's it's great now, and it's great. The next generation of fans are the ones who are going to really embrace these two teams. But the Rams have done a great job cultivating a culture, and obviously, winning is the greatest cure and a way of winning a fan base. And and, and they look really exciting again this year. Obviously, they had a. Uh, a tough Arizona Cardinals team uh, last week, and they have another tough matchup against the Seahawks. And you can never write off the Seahawks, especially at home. And I think this is going to be another one of those cases where uh, uh, Seattle comes up looking good on Thursday night football because uh, I can't bet against Russell Wilson on a short wow. weekend. Okay. Wow. I was going to um, ask you who had a better shot of winning, Fury or Stafford tonight, but it sounds like yeah, you, you um, like the – you. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams are a high-powered offense, but you know uh, the, the 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 running game hasn't looked too good over the yeah. last few weeks, and they, uh, not the last few weeks, but last week. And of course, they were playing from behind most of the game. But letting uh, Arizona put up thirty-seven uh, at home is not a good look. And you know, AJ Green was looking uh, like like his All-Pro self when 
he's uh, he's way past his prime. So I, I think the secondary needs to also shape up, and you know that starts with Jalen Ramsey. So we'll see because they got you know with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they need to they, they need to really shape up and shape up real quick, or else that division's going to turn its uh, turn on its head pretty quick. Look at that. From Wilder Fury to Ramsey. Ramsey you have a jack of all trades. I love it. Brother, what? we thank you. Thank you. We got to get going. And, and we don't want to. Badminton? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. Thank Thanks you so the, much. Thank you. Oh, thank you we'll chat soon. Take care, man. Again, make sure you're following him on Twitter, especially ahead of this fight, behind this fight. Anything more that's going to come up in the world of boxing, but also just uh, a fun follow as a whole. All right, we're out of here in a a minute or two. Yeah, I I need to see this. Yeah, it's pretty good. How did we all miss this? This happened like a year ago. Yeah. Right? I think it was uh, May of 2021, so just a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago? Yeah. I thought this was last year. No, it's uh, Brawl Breaks Out at Areola versus Andy Ruiz. Right. That's on YouTube. There's, there's all these different angles of it. Now, your boy Big Baby apparently is in some trouble. You see this? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tony Allen and Glenn Davis, a.k.a. the Big Baby. Doesn't that sound like a radio, uh, you know, like the Big Baby, like the schmooze would say on WFN. Right. The, the Big, big baby. baby. All right, so yeah. Tony Allen, Glenn Davis, among 18 former NBA players, arrested and charged for allegedly defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan According to NBC News, apparently oh, all wow. these guys are already in custody and have been charged. Tony Roten what? was a part of that, wasn't he? Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the original processor. Yeah. Wow. Want, um, basketball? Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know football, they did that. Um, Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis. Right. Yeah, he's trending that. now as a result of this. Is all right. really? Yeah. Friday, we wow. have Al on, not right. Al Harris. <laughs> we'll be back with Al tomorrow. Talk a little <laughs> bit more about this football game. Enjoy tonight. I told you. Over. Coastal. Hit that thumbs up button if you haven't already, and we'll see you tomorrow. Right? At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.